Welcome to the Work, Wealth, and Wellness Podcast. I'm your host, Maya Burns, and I'm here to talk to you about business, growing your wealth, and maintaining a healthy mind and body. By sharing the topics that are important to me, I hope you're able to start living and feeling your best. Thanks for tuning in, and I hope you enjoy the show. Hello, hello. Welcome back to a new episode of the podcast. I hope everyone is doing well, no matter what day you're listening to this. I am currently filming this on a very, very rainy day, and I'm loving it. In the summertime, I'm definitely more of like a, you know, I want it to be sunny out, I want to be at the beach, I want to be doing the things outside, but in the fall, I just like love the cozy, rainy, cool weather, windows open, vibe like last night it rained all night and I didn't even want to go to sleep because it just sounded so nice you know I don't know does anyone else feel that in the fall I just want all the cozy vibes yeah but um yeah that's that's the day today when it's super rainy out like this all I want to do is lay in bed and read a book so I wanted to start this episode off with a couple of books that I've been reading Now, if you listen to the pod, oh my gosh, I can't remember how many episodes back it was. Two or three episodes back? Maybe four? Who knows? I can't keep track. But um, I was talking about how I've been really pushing myself to read more, to kind of take in more knowledge, just keep myself busy, keep myself off my phone because it's so easy to just like scroll mindlessly on my phone and I just would much rather be taking in information that is valuable to me, valuable to my career, And also I do some fictional books as well because who doesn't love a little uh, spicy side piece, (laughs) right? So um, yeah, but I wanted to kind of give some recommendations, I guess, or just share what I've been reading in case anyone else wants to do that. So um, the first book I'm reading right now, which is a non-fictional book, is um, How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie. And it's really just a book with a bunch of principles and examples on how to better your relationship with other people and um, just kind of be, kind of being, I don't want to say influential, but just kind of be someone that stands out in a crowd, I guess. Someone who is memorable, someone who kind of just seems like a powerhouse. And that really resonated with me because of my job. I'm in real estate and I feel like real estate is kind of dominated by like these cutthroat men and um, being who I am, it's definitely not my style. So uh, I just thought this book was really cool and I'm really enjoying it. I'm about three quarters of the way through. Um, Some of the examples I will say are a little bit outdated, but like the principles are rock solid. So highly, highly recommend give it a go whether you need to do audiobook or like paperback or kindle ipad apple books whatever um sometimes i find that these nonfiction books are easier if they are audiobook but this one i actually am reading like the physical copy of it and i'm really enjoying it so 10 out of 10 recommend um the next one on my reading list is never split the difference by chris voss and Tal Raz. I hope I said that right. So basically it's a book all about negotiations and how to like have a competitive edge in negotiating negotiation scenarios. So yeah, once again, I negotiate for a living basically. (laughs) So um, I thought that that would really resonate with my job. Um, I haven't started it yet. Like I said, I'm just finishing up my last one, How to Win Friends and Influence People. But once I'm done, that is on my reading list. So if you are someone who enjoys books like that, that are kind of like 
I guess like personal development books definitely recommend um now let's move on to the fiction books because those are way more fun don't get me wrong I love me some good information but I also love going into this little world by myself and um yeah so I've been really trying to do one fiction book a week and honestly I've been flying through them I've honestly done depends on the week sometimes I do two a week depending on how long they are um, but some of the last books that I read was, uh, sorry, were The Dark Path by Michelle Sachs. That one was a really, really good one. It's about, you know, it's, it's kind of like a thriller book. I've been really enjoying these thriller kind of mystery books, you know, tis spooky season. So yeah, The Dark Path by Michelle Sachs was really, really good. It's about this family who moves to Sweden, I think, and they are just like isolated from the world and there's a murder that happens it's yeah the story unfolds there's little spicy bits here and there it's it's really really good um the book i am currently reading right now is called malevolent by Jana de leon <laughs> and it's actually a series which i'm so excited about so there's seven books i'm only on the first one and basically she's like a private investigator and she just goes through all these like super random i guess cases and the first book it really like oh my god it packed a punch I read almost all of it the first night and I only have just like maybe 60 pages left so definitely gonna try to finish that up this afternoon take advantage of this rainy cozy day so yeah definitely recommend that book as well um some of my August books were Colleen Hoover. If you have been living under a rock, Colleen Hoover has like blown up. So honestly, any book by hers. I read Verity, which was a thriller, which was actually really, really good. I could not put that book down. I read it in two days only because the very first night that I started reading it, it got very late. It was like two in the morning and I was like, brother, you need to go to sleep. You need to work. So finished it the next day. Definitely recommend Colleen Hoover, Verity. And then I also just read, you know, some of her other ones, classics, Ugly Love, and yeah. Anyways, okay, enough about the books that I'm reading. Please, if you are really interested in reading, check them out. I think that it's really great when you can take in knowledge from, you know, people who have gone through the things that you were going through, I guess, like, I guess in the non-fictional realm, that one there. And it's also fun to just kind of forget that the world exists and go into a book sometimes. Anyways, okay, so let's get into the episode. So I wanted to talk about control and um, how it can kind of, you know, it can be good in a sense, but it can also kind of be killer. So how losing control may make you happier. So studies show that humans have a core desire for certainty and control. You know, we always want to be in the driver's seat. We feel safe when we're in the driver's seat. Some of us, just have this tendency more than others to want to be in control at all times but control makes us believe that we can shape our lives and kind of the events that unfold how we want them to unfold when we want them to unfold and also too like no one wants to be controlled by someone else like when someone else is above you and they make you feel really stupid because they treat you like you're below them no one enjoys that feeling it's a really really awful feeling So someone with a more controlling personality is often driven by like anxiety. They want to feel safe because when we're in the driver's seat of any situation, it just takes some of that fear away and there's less variables in the equation. 
So this is usually a subconscious manifestation and it can often stem from our childhood, the way that we were raised, the people that surrounded us as we were younger. Our brains are so shapeable, so, sorry, that was my cat in the background, so moldable when we are at a young age that we just kind of take it all in. So it could be from our childhood Or it could be from past life events where you were out of control, where you experienced something that maybe frightened you, that hurt you, that worried you. So like I said, seeking control can be a good thing because it allows us to set goals and to achieve them. But can it go too far? Can we make ourselves miserable by constantly seeking control, not only of our own lives, but of others? So I'm going to name some things off because there are definitely some things that we cannot control in life. Like it's just simply out of the question. So obviously, number one, what other people think of you. You can never control that. You can act however you want to act and you can be as prim and proper as you want. And someone out there is still going to have their nose turned to you. Like it literally does not matter. My cat has the zoomies, sorry. Um, But people are just going to think what they want to think of you and you simply cannot change it no matter how hard you try. Um, What other people do and the decisions that they make. So I feel like that's pretty straightforward. Like, you know, often oftentimes we get caught up because people make decisions um, and we may just be like a little blip in their decision, but people will always make decisions based on their lives and you can't really control that even if it does affect you in some way, which kind of sucks, but I'll get into an example later. Um, also, you can't control what happens around you. You can't control what goes on in the world, which is super unfortunate because everyone knows the past couple of years have been tough on so many people. But we just can't control it. As much as we try, as much as, you know, we try to be a united front, you just can't control what goes on in the world. So what do you do when you are feeling out of control in a situation where your anxiety is high and you're afraid of what's going to happen next? Because we've all had these feelings and um, I don't, I guess I'm going to throw this word in there. (laughs) So um You can even say that you feel helpless at times because it's true. Sometimes you just feel so out of control and you're just so besides yourself because you don't know what's going to happen and you truly feel helpless. You're like, it's in your hands. It's in who it's in the universe's hands. It's in God's hands. If you're religious, whatever it is, it's in someone else's hands, not my own. And that can be so terrifying sometimes Um, because yeah, just deep down, once again, we are wired to want to have some form of control. It is literally just human nature. That's what it is. We are just built this way because we've just kind of been taught to be built this way, I guess. But I want you to shift your mindset from whatever it is that you cannot control in a situation, whether that be other people, their decisions involving you, could be work-wise, could be relationship-wise, could be family issues. Everyone has their shit. I totally understand, but I want you to take a step back in whatever scenario it is and focus on you, okay? So you are always, always, always in control of yourself. How you view the situation, your next steps, how you react. So let's put this into example. Um, Let's say you are aiming for a promotion at work. You've been working extremely hard to please management, but someone else receives the promotion and you are just kind of left standing there with your jaw on the floor. And this could either go two ways. 
and I'm definitely pulling this this example from a TV show I just watched, Partner Track on Netflix, highly recommend. Um, but you could react and you could get angry or upset. You could have a stern chat with the management trying to get them to change their mind or you could even try to get them to see your worth. But in my opinion, this puts you at a disadvantage because when you address someone from a reactionary standpoint, you aren't usually level-headed. And also too, in that that half of the example, you're trying to control how they view you. You're trying to control someone else's decisions and we don't want that because, well, I mean, maybe you do want that, but in reality, it's just not feasible. It's just not something that can happen the way that we want it to happen. And as unfortunate as it is, you can always focus on how you react. So this is the other way it could go. You can focus on what your next steps are. You can focus on the things that you can control. And maybe you will buckle down and work harder next year. Or maybe you'll begin looking for another job where they value you at your efforts, your time, your work, your productivity. Maybe you'll find somewhere where they value you more. And also, too, you can think of this from a relationship standpoint. Say you are in a talking stage with someone, literally the worst stage, but my opinion, (laughs) and um, things just don't work out. And that's okay because not everything is going to work out. But you say that it was someone else's decision and you are just besides yourself and you're trying to fight for something. You're trying to get someone to change their mind. Like, I feel like everyone's been in a situation where you've had an outcome that hasn't been what you thought it would be and in that moment you're just frantically trying to fix things you're frantically trying to get something to change but you just you can't sometimes you literally can't you can only accept how you react how you move forward and honestly if you sat in your misery contemplating why someone else made a decision that wasn't in your favor you are going to drive yourself crazy, seriously. But shifting to the things that you can control, beginning to open new doors for yourself, it can help you create actionable goals because that's all we want in life is we want to keep growing. We want to keep moving forward. We want to keep just trekking on because you know if you get stuck in this cycle of holding yourself accountable for other people's decisions for you know being hard on yourself like what could I have done differently you are truly going to just spiral yourself into a little depression hole and no one wants that but you can always be in the driver's seat of your life you can always change how you react you can always focus on what's next for you for your path how do we heal from this how do we grow from this so Next time you are feeling completely out of control, remember that you are always in the driver's seat of your life and that you have the power to make decisions for yourself. And controlling the way you react, the way you feel, what you say, it's all within reach. And I think that making this mindset shift will make you so much happier in life and you will just feel a lot better and you won't be so hard on yourself. So that's what I have for you today. Quickie little episode, but I think that's really important because we've all been in a position in our lives where we felt out of control, where we felt helpless, where we felt just sad. 
(laughs) just really sad. Sometimes it just happens that way. But you are always in control of your emotions. You're always in control of your thoughts. And if you consciously make the choice to shift your mindset onto what you can do to remedy the situation or just your mental health sometimes, then I think you will see a great change in your life. So I hope everyone has an amazing, amazing day. Thank you to everyone who listens. And um, yeah, I will talk to you next week. Thanks. Bye.